It's Steve-O from the 4i Radio Network, and I'm here to talk to you about RevengeLover.com. It's a great place to get logos, sponsors, artwork, t-shirts, anything and everything you need artwork design-wise. This is the place to go. Uh, you go to RevengeLover.com, you can check out samples, uh, go ahead and get inquiries, and fit, find something that pretty much fits you, or even get you know some commission-based stuff done. So again, go to www.RevengeLover.com. Hey, this is Mike and Tom from Ballpark Bros. You're listening to another great show on the Four Eyed Radio. Check us all out on FourEyedRadio.com. Welcome to a brand new episode, or kind of a brand new episode, of the Longbox Cast. This is going to be a little bit of an intro before the show starts. Um, I do apologize, it's a little cut off in the beginning, because um, this, is actually, uh, this is actually a little bit of a rough uh, cut. Um, basically, Kyle and I took the week off, um, but I did want to release a show um, for you guys, so I decided, let's try this out, let's see how it works. So I have a, uh, a, a guest co-host on, Joe. Uh, he's also part of the 4i Radio Network. He's on a few different shows like Drunk Tank and also helps out on uh, Barroom Heroes, uh, sound coordinators and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so he is going to be taking over for Kyle after the 100th episode. But I decided to give you guys a little bit of a taste, see what you guys think. So uh, the episode starts off in a mid-conversation because we were literally talking in my living room. And then I'm like, oh, let's sit down and see how we flow and stuff like that. So we just have a little bit of you know theories, fan stuff fun things, talking about upcoming movies uh, this year, and just kind of give you a taste of how we kind of flow. So hope you guys enjoy it, and we'll see how it goes. So uh, apparently we're talking about uh, the Crystal Skull Indiana Jones. So um, so it kind of just picks up where Joe was talking about the Boulder stuff, so I'm not really sure what we were talking about in the very beginning, um, but I'm going to go ahead and yeah, just give you a little bit of an intro of what's going on and whatnot. But yeah, Kyle and I will be back. With a brand new episode, a lot of new shows are uh, being released, such as Powerless. Started watching that; it's pretty good. And also the stuff with Flash, Riverdale, and everything in the DCW as well. Of course, hopefully we'll also have a talk about the Lego Batman movie, which I did see. I will give you my spoiler-free review right now. I really enjoyed it and loved it. So go ahead and check that out. But of course, you can find us on the Fort I Radio Network. Dot com. You can also go to Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, Player FM, and now we are on Google Play Music. So if you want to subscribe to us on that, if you have your Android phones and you want to find us quick and easy, that's a good way to do it. Uh, also, don't forget to check out Revenge Lovers Stand Out from the Crowd. For samples and inquiries, please visit RevengeLover.com. And if you mention you heard it on the 4i Radio show, uh, you will receive a 10% off your order. Also, don't forget to check out Amazon.com. You go to the Sasquatch.net. You click on that Amazon banner and shop like you normally do. And we get a little taste if you do. Uh, so without further ado... Uh, here's me and Joe, uh, just shooting the shit, and I hope you guys enjoy this little bit of a preview episode of what's to come in the future of LongboxCast, and, uh, uh, yeah, don't forget to find us on, you know, LongboxCast.com, and also don't forget to check out our Facebook page, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LongboxCast. Um, so yeah, without further ado, uh, apparently Indiana Jones and the Crystal, uh, Skull. They all had kind of a supernatural element, but okay. when they hit, I was like, oh, this wasn't as good as you just running away from a boulder. Yeah. Like, I thought that part was so much cooler than, oh, yeah, by the way, there's a crystal skull and it's aliens. Well, that, that crystal skull is an entire <laughs> different, like, if you want to hear, I'll put it this way. My parents gave me the movie for free for my birthday, and I ended up giving it back to them for Christmas. <laughs> Regifting the crystal <laughs> I skull. I was literally like, you keep, I'm like, I watched it once, that was enough for me, no thank you. And a pox on your house, sir. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I would have thrown this in the, uh, you know, 
I would have put this in the, you know, it's with uh, with the top men, you know, top, you know, professionals looking at it or whatnot, top men, but uh, they didn't even want it kind of thing. So if you had uh, the Crystal Skull and Tomb Raider 2 sitting in front of you, you had to buy one of them. Which one would you buy? I would go with Tomb Raider 2 just because I was like, well, I got something nice to look at. <laughs> there you go. I was just about to say that. So, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm like, I give, I give, uh, I give him props, you know, for coming back, uh, you know, Han Solo. Uh, but shit, I, I'm like, how much did he pay for this movie? How funny we're talking about Uncharted. Well, I guess it's not that funny or coincidental because they're very similar, Uncharted and Indiana Jones. But yes, Chris Pratt is up for the role of both. Okay, so he is. I, okay, you just said that with uh, you just said that with um, Uncharted. So they did talk about this a while back, like right when like Jurassic World was coming out, mm-hmm. and he became pretty much like this hot commodity kind of After thing. After Guardians, baby, Guardians. everybody loved that Guardians movie. Uh, so yeah, so is he? Because I thought he said he didn't want to play it, or is he still back up? Or there hasn't? So there is talks about him playing Indiana Jones. Now is this like a continuation or an entire reboot? Uh, they haven't specified, but. I feel this is a personal thing. I haven't heard anything or whatever, but I feel like Harrison Ford is so tired of his like franchise films yeah. that he's going to go around and just kill himself off in each one of them. Okay, <laughs> he's so going to go around to all his biggest roles because he's doing Blade Runner. That's right. Yes, with Gosling, he's just going to kill himself off. He think, Star so Wars. then Gosling would. T- okay, so that's so that's kind of. Okay, not only you, not only brilliant, like you think about it, because it's like, oh, he died, but then you're like, okay, but he did mentor this person yeah. to be the new. It passes it on. Passes on. Okay, I kind of like that. That's kind of cool. He kind of. I think he's gonna go around and end his franchises on his. Is, terms. is he gonna do that with Air Force One too? I wish. He's like, get off my plane. That's yeah. how you have to say it. I'm like, what? <laughs> re-election. Yeah, Air Force One re-election. Re-ele- oh. <laughs> Okay, see, this is this is why this is gonna work because I create movies like all the time with stuff. And how does a a president who literally beats terrorists on his own plane not get reelected? Ex- oh yeah, no, no, yeah, he that guy's to. John Wayne, the president. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically, they reelect him. So this is actually so they reelect him, and then they put in like uh, his vice president is the new guy that he's kind of like training because then when he dies, yeah. he takes over. There we go, passing the torch. Passing so who would play his vice president then? Um, because he didn't get the role in oh never mind because Uncharted should be Bradley Cooper. We discussed okay. that. Okay. Um, so who plays the next president to Harrison Ford in Air Force One? I'm gonna go with uh. Oh, he's too young. Um, well, okay, yeah. What age group are we looking for? And do, we, do we want another like kind of like an action guy to take over? He's got to be a somewhat grizzled old guy, but not as grizzled and old as Harrison Ford. Like, um, uh, like a Tom Cruise, but not Tom Cruise. Okay, so that age bracket. Okay, Tom Cruise, but not Tom. I'm trying to think who's in that. Okay, well, we got like Mel Gibson. Oh, you think Mel Gibson? Oh, his comeback to his big com- franchises. His comeback to oh Mel Gibson. Ooh, I like this. And oh, and also how he redeems, how he kind of redeems himself. Uh, when the president's about to get killed, like like it's like we always get with those fake out moments, like when he's gonna die. So one time he's about to get killed, and the vice president literally grabs a menorah <laughs> and blocks a sword. So everyone's like, oh, oh, it's a perfect sword and block and move and too. He's, and he's all like, he's like, well, he's on board with the Jews now. Like he he no yeah. longer hates the Jews. Yeah. He's like, and then he'd be like. Hanukkah saved me. And that's his line. And then everyone's like, oh, okay, I love Mel Gibson again, you know? And before he went into politics, he worked as, like, the president of uh, an entertainment company. Oh. Again, just getting on the good side of the people that he wronged. Yeah, there we go. There we go. So, it's, yeah, that's how you have to make it his comeback film. We have to make everything, you know, he, he did for a reason. Okay, I like this. Yeah, because did you see Hacksaw Ridge? No. Good. Hacksaw Ridge is very good. Uh, that is one of those movies, not since, um, like, Braveheart. Do you get a battle scene that so depicts uh, the violence of what's going on, but not in, like, a, an ex- exploitative way? Oh, okay. Um, he, say what you want about how he feels about minorities, but damn, can that guy direct. Like, he is fantastic. <laughs> no, well, that's the thing, though. There's sometimes people, like, that was the thing with Ben Affleck. Like, he's a great director. And him to do a Batman film, like, directing it, I'm like, everyone keeps stopping him on it. Like, everyone's all like, oh, there's no Batman movie. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, I want it to be good. He did that to himself because 
that he released some report to nobody like comic book stone cast dot net mm-hmm. or whatever where uh you can he, just say it, it was the long box dot com <laughs> <laughs> where he uh said that if the batman script isn't good that he's not going to do it and he said that he wasn't going to direct it but he's writing the script with jeff johns so if the script that i'm writing isn't good i won't direct it and if you're not going to direct it then are you going to star in it so mm, yeah are you mad at yourself for not being able to write or are warner brother executives coming into your office every day Telling you, no, you need more toys. No, you need more I have, jokes. I have a feeling they're doing that. Because I know already we've heard that Justice League is going to be a lot lighter. Yeah. Which I can see that because already even seeing that teaser trailer, which I didn't expect seeing at Comic-Con last year, they dropped. And I was like, I'm on board with this. I like this. It seems fun. It seems nice. But it's but it's also you're looking at it from Batman v Superman where you had that turning point of going like, okay, I need to... And it's not so much... Like, the thing is, I don't think that was i think that was the original plan i don't think it had anything to do with fans backlash i think that's what they were planning on anyways yeah, i feel like you're right i feel like they were like we talked about before we started recording uh they tore down batman and superman's psyche mm-hmm. in a way in batman versus superman that if you understand what's going on you can see what's happening mm-hmm but it's very convoluted and not well explained. So if you're just a casual viewer, which is, you know, 80% of the people that go see a movie like that, they're like, what the fuck is Batman brooding so much well, for? Well, this is the really funny part. So I saw both films in theaters, and then my parents finally saw both films when they came on the DVD releases of that. So my parents watched Civil War. They were like, meh. And I go, what about Spider-Man? I go, Spider-Man was like the best Spider-Man I've seen. And they're like, I. And my mom's like, I hated the kid. And I'm like, what? Ugh. They see Batman v Superman. My mom's like, absolutely love it. So it's a very weird. Yeah, it's a really? very weird thing. And this is the weird part. So I, I suggested uh, Civil War to a buddy of mine, Patrick, who I do life with shit with. He's been catching. I've been getting him into a lot of stuff now. I'm like, oh, Game of Thrones, because he finally got HBO. So he watched all that. He's yeah. like, fuck, Westworld. Have you watched Westworld? I did. Did you like it? No. What? No. You liked it? I love Westworld. I liked parts. I liked aspects. I liked things that they did. But overall, I hated it. <sighs> I don't like uh, I don't like the idea of robots being your main characters. And the whole time I'm like, all right, who's a robot? Is that person a robot? Is that person a robot? You know what? I don't care what robots are. <laughs> I don't care about the robots. Okay, either. wait a minute. What about Futurama? Bender. Do you even like Bender? I liked Bender because okay. Bender had a personality. Uh... Everybody in this, it's like... I don't know. That just seems like ones and zeros. Westworld season two, bring Bender on. (laughs) Yeah, and you got me. You got me back. That or even Rosie. You could bring Rosie from the Jetsons. (laughs) I would be fine with it. Mr. J. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I killed Mr. J. (laughs) What? I learned how to. Oh my god! Now I want to see a robot skit of the, like a robot chicken skit of that with like Rosie, like <laughs> going with, through a Westworld yeah, AI Westworld, awakening. Yeah, like all the different robots from different like uh, shows and stuff like that. Like Mr. J, why do I always have to do the dusting? <laughs> yeah, it's time for you to do the dusting. <laughs> Astro pooped on the rug, and this time you're gonna deal with it. I'm not doing the. <laughs> <laughs> Shit just got real. Exactly. Barney, <laughs> the Flintstones crossover, <laughs> Fred. Um, yeah. Okay, so you didn't like Westworld, but but I didn't. But talking to my buddy, getting him into stuff, so he goes and watch Civil War. But he's not a huge comic book person. Like he hasn't he hasn't stuck with all the films. The last two films he saw, Marvel wise, was Iron Man one and Iron Man two. So he literally had to pause it, research a bunch of shit. And then come back to it, go like, okay, now I'm caught up. But he, he was like, he's like Spider Man. He's like, I love Spider Man. And this is when the, the guy, fuck did this happen? Yeah, and he, this is a guy who hasn't been caught. Up. I mean, he finally dove into all the Netflix like Marvel series, which I thought was great because how he did it, he watched Luke Cage first. <laughs> so hasn't seen anything else. Then you he, really could. No, no. Well, they don't did, tie into each other. Well, this is what he did. He did Luke Cage. Then he did both seasons of Daredevil. And then he did uh, – and this is what he even said to him. He's like, Daredevil season two, he's like, I could give a bullshit about all the electric crap. He's like, they didn't have Punisher in it. He's like, I think the season would have sucked. Agreed. And I'm like, good. Yeah. Like that's yeah. how I was like. I'm like, yeah. And then he's, and then the last one he watched, which he absolutely loves over all of them. Me too. Jessica Jones. My favorite. Was his favorite. Not only was David Tennant oh, the best villain awesome. in the MCU entirety, even though not only 
did he kill it in the Netflix realm? But Vincent D'Onofrio is the kingpin. Ugh. Is another one of the best villains out of all the MCU. Like, what are you gonna put uh, Chris Eccleton's Dark Elf against Kingpin? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, it's oh yeah. Like other than I think Kilgrave is number one. Kingpin's probably number two, and then what? Loki. Like as yeah, far as villains yeah. go. Villains go in the Marvel universe. Yeah, Loki. Yeah, yeah. That's I would agree with that. Like yeah. those three to me. But uh, no, you're right. Because even I'm trying to think about like some like heavy duty duty villains that you're like, okay, what was really like? A lot of people didn't like Jessica Jones, but just for Kilgrave and just for uh, how they played out Hellcat, I want to see a Hellcat series. Oh, there's so many. Like that's what I'm saying. Like Punisher, uh, I want to see that as a uh, series. You know, it's like all these side characters. You're like, give them a series now. You know, kind of thing. Um, and they are. I think we're gonna get Punisher this year. Yeah, no, Punisher is coming out. We're well, we're getting uh, we're getting Iron Fist and then Defenders and Defenders and then they've like maybe something else around November December maybe I don't know. Yeah, they're it's they're, totally happening. Yeah, they're playing that little like oh like we don't know what's going on, but Marvel's like yeah we know what's going on. Yeah, uh, kind of thing. But yeah, no, I absolutely love Jessica Jones. Uh, dark and I think it was like the darkest out of all of them. Yeah, uh, fuck yeah, that very, show. Very gritty. A lot of people are like I don't know, it was kind of slow. It's like really because she gets like mentally and physically raped in the first episode and it's a marvel show yeah and you're like oh i guess yawn what yeah i don't know but my parents and they can't watch they didn't watch that stuff because my dad was just making fun of daredevil in the beginning she was like blind he's like i'm blind i'm like dude that's so much better than giving me that little bit of a like oh i can't see and then you went into the story instead of like we're gonna do an hour of this yeah of his backstory that's why i think like uh, that's why i say oh and I, I, I you might agree with me on this a lot of people do netflix series Fantastic Four. Uh, I would love a Netflix Fantastic Four, but I would much rather see a Netflix Moon Knight. Oh, no. Yeah, I would agree on that one. Like, I want them to do a Dark Defenders. I want them to do, like, maybe there was also talks of, like, Blade or Ghost Rider. Uh, I would love to do a Ghost Rider. On Netflix, I think that would be rad. But uh, I do think a Fantastic Four could work on Netflix, but... I have my own theory okay. about how they could just pull in the Fantastic Four at random. Okay. So Reed Richards, amazing scientist, working with S.H.I.E.L.D. back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, whatever, whatever. Tied in. Him and his family get lost in the negative zone. They're there uh, for what to them feels like minutes mm-hmm. uh and to what the rest of the world is decades oh and okay. they get pulled back out and it's kind of like your captain america so our uh okay. first avenger they're fishes out of water mm-hmm. not only to a time but now they have these crazy things going on and i think it makes their family dynamic more palpable to mm-hmm. today's audience because like one of the reasons they haven't gotten Fantastic Four right is because they're very much a family. They need to be this like almost family circus esque like yeah yeah take to them because mm-hmm. they need to be the banter of uh, Johnny and the Thing, mm-hmm. and they need to have like this almost like fifties relationship between Reed and Sue where they want to be together but they're torn and like it's this yeah yeah it's kind of melodramatic to pull it off right. Yeah, no, and I agree. I mean, that's the sad part. I mean, when you watch those first two films, uh, not the original 1994 one, which, you know what's really sad about the 1994 one? That's the only Doctor Doom they ever got right. <laughs> like, his entire lair, his fucking minions, his outfit, you're like, oh my god. Like, I literally said, if you took elements from that Fantastic Four, the one with uh, Chris Evans as the Human Torch, yeah. and the newer one, like, you grab pieces, and you can literally make the best Fantastic Four I agree with you that. 100%, but... My least, most hated part of the newest Fantastic Four, the part that I hated the least, mm-hmm. and a lot of people disagree with me, was Doom. I thought that Doom in that was pretty menacing. Like, when he wakes up and he is metal after going to that planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's walking through the hallways just killing dudes, and you're seeing blood hit the walls and stuff. To me, that was Doom in a lot of ways. No, and I I I will agree with you on that one. Like I thought that was awesome. The biggest problem that I had with it though was the fact it's like, okay, cool, he's here. He's, you know, and then there was literally like let's rush to the ending. And yeah. you're like, 
oh no give oh. me give me like why the, why the like, sue bubble that's just like oh now we're gonna go to a different planet and they just like went in the bubble and that's how they left too and I didn't like, it was so cheesy and, and dumb and i also didn't like the fact that it's all like the things like it's clobbering time you're like oh exactly what your brother used to say before he beat the crap out. i'm like <laughs> like i remember this being more traumatic for you like that was the problem i had with reed and the thing in it like they did not have that 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 bond yeah that movie. and they that was another part because they are such a family dynamic and sue and johnny mm-hmm. aren't really related yeah, and they kind of are pissed at each other and uh-huh. then the two best friends are really pissed at each other because one slipped away as a puddle or something. Yeah, it was just that's what I'm saying. Like that's the sad part. Like if you look at like the thing, like Michael Chiklis as the thing, mm-hmm. really good thing actually. Yeah, especially when he falls in love with the blind chick. Yeah, I actually dug that. I was I liked it. I thought it was awesome. I think he did great. Like honestly, I was like, you want to bring the thing back? Like have him do it. No, you don't even have to put him in. Like have him voice it. Have him do the yeah. have him do the 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 motion capture and stuff like that. Like have him do like that to me would be a no brainer idea. So if you had uh, a Fantastic Four that was pulled from out of the negative zone or out of time or whatever, mm-hmm. then you could do what they did with Spider Man, where the thing is already the thing. You don't yeah. have to see Michael Chiklis and then the thing. Yeah. Uh, you just have the thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, what's up? And everybody's yeah. like, why are you made of rocks? And he's like, oh, it was this thing that happened. Yeah, like this negative note. Read, read, tell him. Tell yeah. him what it is. Well, I'll tell you. And he's yeah. like, uh, but real quick, the thing you would have fixed first about the newest Fantastic Four. Uh, or the most important thing that you would have changed to fix that movie. Most important thing, I think, yeah, definitely, the, I would say the relationship between every one of the, the Fantastic Four members. Because, like, you literally have these people who get together like, hey, this is the thing we built together, and then I want you along, but I'm going to go off to college, and you're going to do your own thing, so we pretty much get separated. Not like he's stuck with, like, yeah. they, you know, kind of thing. And then the whole thing with Johnny Storm, it's all like, we're not really related. This is my dad, but he likes you more for whatever reason. And it was like, okay. But they never got to the point of that entire movie where they're all kind of like – came together and be like, hey, you know what? We can make this work. It was literally like, a, like we need to come together to stop this guy. Because he just, did you see what he did? That that hallway is, it's like yeah. the fucking shining in there. Did you see that movie? He opened up a Ghostbusters portal, like right in the middle of the street. <laughs> yeah, it was fucked up. You know, <laughs> like, let's get together. Like, it wasn't like, they never had like that building experience of like, let's yeah. try to learn you know. And that would be the biggest, like, it's, and that's the, that's why I think like as a series, like you could yeah. literally do like, Literally, first season, they don't even become the Fantastic Four until the end of that season. Yeah. So Although you, that gives that's such a tease for big fans that are watching. It's like it's called Fantastic Four. Just get to them being the Fantastic Four. I get that, but I don't know if you do a nice build up. And but this is yeah. the thing: you can let okay, they become the Fantastic Four at the end of the thing, and then season two is like that. But throughout the entire time, you can do flashbacks. You can do you can do like okay. present day. Yeah, like you can literally start off with like a battle, like the very first episode. Like, the very, like, first 15 minutes of the episode is literally, like, you see the thing throwing something, reads, like, I need help over here, like, all, and you're like, what the, and then literally just goes, like, you know, two years earlier, and you're like, what the, like, then you're hooked, like, kind of thing. So, if you, like, sprinkle that throughout the series, and then you see when they, because then you're like, they build this bond, you're like, I do accept these people as, like, trying to be a dysfunctional family, kind of, they get these powers, and then, ooh, they gotta stop this, like, you're like, I'm like, I'm in then, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, if you have that much time for storytelling, then you're good. Which uh, a place like Netflix really offers. Exactly. Uh, like Stranger Things, for crying out loud. Like, oh. oh, my God. Dude, I just... What did I finish yesterday? Uh, Lemony Snickets. Watched Seriously. only one episode, and I'm just like, I gotta see... I, I wanna watch more. I was the, After one episode, I was like, mm, I like it, I guess, but I really wish that uh, Wes Anderson did this. Like, it kind of <laughs> looks like Wes Anderson, does, yes. but not quite as good. But then uh, by episode three, because mm-hmm. um, the first two episodes, I don't, spoilers, um, if you've seen the movie, yeah, I haven't read the books. Neither did I. I only saw the Jim Carrey movie. I saw the Jim Carrey movie. Which I thought there was going to be more, but they only did the one. Well, yeah, the first two episodes are basically the story of that Jim Carrey movie. Okay. So after episode two, I was like, isn't this the end of it? Like, what happened? And okay. then it goes into the next chapter or book or whatever. Oh, okay, okay. And so the story goes on much further that I didn't realize. And then the whole like world that they build on top of that 
really pulled me in like immediately. All of a sudden I was like trying to figure out puzzles and uh, I found myself like really, again, like a Rick and Morty. You're like, oh, this is a funny cartoon. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait shit. a second. Hold on. W- what was that guy's number? Hold on. I got to figure out the math uh, on this. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No, Rick and Morty started off with like the first pilot episode. You're just dying laughing. And then like by the end of that series, you're like, like seriously, season two had that ended. I was like, yeah. So, um, but yeah, like you're saying, so with that, the, the Lenny, uh, the Snickens like whole like thing. Yeah. So I saw the first episode. absolutely liked it. I really like, uh, Patrick, uh, Walburton yeah. uh, being, you know, him oh. because I'm okay. So that's the, the thing I, I already, this is how my brain works. So is he like a, like, he's almost like, I don't know if he's an insurance person or if he's like a detective almost, because it seems yeah. like he's really going through, like, I've been over this book like 20 times and I can't understand what's going <laughs> That's on. That's a good Patrick Walburn. Oh, 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 I, got, I got it, man. I, I want you it. to yell spoon later. That is good. Spoon! <laughs> yeah. Listen here, Arthur. We got to stop that. Evil has a face. <laughs> and we are the face crushing of evil. That's a great tick. Oh yeah. Fuck. Oh, that's how I learned how to do it. I was watching the tick oh. that was on when it was on Netflix. Have you seen the new tick? Yes. What do you I think? Saw, well, I saw the pilot the episode. The pilot episode. What did you think? I thought it was good. I like who it's they played dark. the tick. I like who they got to play the tick. And it is dark, which I liked. Which I was like surprised about. I was like, holy crap, did that guy just shoot that other guy in the face? Like, I wish they would have jumped it up uh production wise. Just like another notch or two, because that would have been a smash hit of the season. Like, well, that's what I'm curious about because it did mm, get picked up. Did it? So I'm, yeah. The, the, so I'm wondering if that was just the pilot episode, and they're well, gonna kind of. And it's just like what an Amazon thing. Yeah, or it's who, an Amazon Prime thing. That's another thing that worries me is, uh, and uh, this is again just a personal thing. No, that's fine. But Amazon and um, what's the other one? Not Hulu or Netflix. Oh, uh, shit, 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 shit. There's Amazon. Well, there's HBO well, Go. Well, yeah, and HBO Go is just like an attachment Sling? if you have it. Maybe Sling. I don't know. Any of them. Uh, honestly, if you're not Hulu or Netflix, mm-hmm. get out of the streaming game. It's <laughs> it's over. You lost. Yeah. Hulu and Netflix have it. Just put your, like, uh, FX has their own streaming service. Oh, that's CBS. True. Yeah. Ha- CW. CB- yeah, and CBS is trying to release this new Star Trek show, but just on their streaming service. Yeah, I don't know why they're doing that. Well, yeah, uh, even ABC with Agents of Shield, they did uh, Slingshot, which was like a just for their streaming service yeah, yeah, yeah. spinoff of Agents of Shield, and it's like I was gonna watch that. Yeah, it's like a weird like CW. CW has their app, which I absolutely love because Hulu no longer has the show, so I'm able to catch up on my show. Well, now. fuck Hulu then. I was wrong about Hulu. They need to get CW back. Oh yeah, I, why they did? And Netflix set up a deal though with CW as soon That's as the season. Why lost this it. The thing. As soon as the as soon as the season's done on CW, boom, it's next day all. The entire run of that season is yep. there, so it's like okay, no brainer idea and stuff. But the one thing I'm hoping for, okay, so you do the Tick show, right? It's actually produced by Patrick Walburton too. So you need to do an episode Tick versus the Tick, oh, I love and you it. have him come in I as that it. other Tick. Patrick Walburton. That's the whole reason we got on this. Yes, <laughs> in that show, and it gets better. His performance gets better and better. It starts off great, even that first opening scene with a match. I thought oh it yeah, great. But uh, as that show goes on. As a narrator, he conveys so much in like these short little burst things, these little quippets, whatever. Yeah. His face and tone, without saying more than like three words, he reads that novel to you. He's really good. Oh, I love his. Well, that's the thing. It's like you hear him on like, uh, you know, Venture Brothers as Brock Samson oh, does a great job. Like him hitting like just the voice acting scheme was just like a brilliant idea oh, for he's... everybody. And it's the same voice. Yeah. It's like Joe Swanson is exactly the same as Brock Samson. So it's he's... like, Peter, you can't do that. Be like, Dr. Venture, the boys have been kidnapped. <laughs> yeah. We got to go take out some people. You know, it's just like, oh, my God. He's like a Will Arnett. Yes! Where your voice is just perfect. We want to hear it on anything. So, yeah. But, yeah, I absolutely love that series. I think Neil Patrick Harris... Will is... Arnett is in a series of unfortunate events as well. Oh, is he? They got some great voice acting on that show. Oh, perfect. Yeah. I can't wait. Uh, real oh, quick. and then... I, oh, yeah, that's oh. right. And also Robin uh, from How I Met Your Mother. She was the mother. Uh, yeah, yeah. And when I saw her, I was like... <gasps> but that, what I love, don't know her actual name. I'm like, it's Robin! Yeah. <laughs> I always, uh, even in, even in the Marvel movie. I was gonna say I always think of her as uh, Agent Whatever. Um, uh, what's her? I'm trying to remember now. Shield Lady. It's Shield Lady. Look, uh, Maria Hill. Yeah, Maria Hill. Thank you. Yes, it's if, Shield Lady. Yeah, even we have problems. Uh, we can't remember shit. But yeah, yeah exactly. Um, speaking of Marvel, okay, this is an X Men property. Ooh, which by the way, CBS is trying to buy Sony. 
And if they buy Sony, that means they get the Spider-Man rights. That's a whole other bag of worms. Um, but Well, I think they're going to wait until see what this Spider-Man Homecoming movie does with Marvel being like, no, 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 this is how you make a movie, Sony. Well, and again, same thing we talked about with Wonder Woman. I'm worried about Spider-Man Homecoming because there's so much good to be had before it got here. Before it, get, gots here, before it mm-hmm. gets here, that when a Spider-Man movie comes out, as much as everybody loves Spider-Man, mm-hmm. does the feel of it, does the the whole movie as a whole add up to the same that you got from Lego Batman and Logan and Guardians? Like Those are three huge, and there's probably Power Rangers and a couple others, I think, that are in that same genre that could be big. Does it hit that mark with everybody? I don't know. I mean, well, I'll put it this way: uh, you did Sp- you did the first Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire. Um, I liked. I thought number two was a fantastic like Spider-Man movie. Yeah, I um, love with Doc Ock. Yeah, love it. And Spider-Man one. Yeah, really good like introduction movie. At the time, that. there mm-hmm. weren't movies like they weren't making comic book. I left that movie doing web slingers. Oh yeah, I was like, like thwip, thwip, yeah. thwip all over the place. Yeah. And then I thwipped at home. But, um, <laughs> oh my god, like, Kirsten Dunst, like, I'm going to kiss you upside down. I was like, spider sense is tingling. I'm 69 kiss you, Kirsten Dunn. Um, Yeah, no, but then the third one came out. Now, we were talking about this outside, so the third one is like, had potential. Mm-hmm. But this is, was my theory, and I go, you put it this way, okay, he gets the black suit, you keep that the same. Instead of fighting the Green Goblin again, instead of fighting Sandman, you have the Lizard. Then the lizard is out of control, so you want to bring in another villain. What's the perfect villain to bring in for that? Craven the Hunter. Mm. But this is what happens. Spider-Man is trying to take down the lizard and then realizes, holy crap. This is Craven's last hunt. Not even Craven's last hunt, but he goes, holy crap, this is Doc Connors. Oh. I need to save him now from Ooh. Right then and there. Oof. And then you see the thing where he stops, you know, Craven, but he's about to kill him because he's in the black suit and then realizes, this isn't me. What the hell? End of the movie, he rips off the suit, falls on Eddie Brock, and this is what you do. Typical Marvel thing, credits rolling at the end, door knocks, Aunt May opens the door, and it's Eddie Brock going, oh, I'm sorry, is Parker home? And he just, next movie's entire Venom? Ugh, that, you saved that whole franchise. Exactly. Sony should pay this man a lot of money right now. So I'll put it this way, so you, uh, Amazing Spider-Man, I'll put it this way, I don't believe Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker. Neither do I, but I love Andrew Garfield, so I accepted it. No, 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 Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man, perfect. Yes. Peter Parker, I go, bullshit, this guy's pulling down pussy like no other. There's no way this guy, there's no way he's having problems. You see those skate tricks? Yeah. He was kick flipping like eight feet in the air. There is no way this guy's no. socially awkward. But his Spider-Man, I was like spot on when he was like quipping and yep. talking. I'm like perfect and stuff. But that was the biggest. Oh no, a knife? Yeah. Oh, like cowers. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Some good stuff. Even in Amazing Spider-Man too. Even like what's it? Electro. Electro. I thought uh, Jamie. Uh, was it? Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox before he became Electro, like playing the nerdy. Yeah. Guy, I was like, oh, he's he's pretty good at that. Those are. But once again, he became Electro, it was a little goofy. Yeah, you're like, and I, especially his buddy. Once he became the Hobgoblin, that became real goofy yeah that's them killing uh gwen Gwen stacy ballsy didn't see it coming i liked it Mm -hmm. and i liked that scene at the end even though i didn't like the rhino where the little kid's like i'll be spider-man and spider-man's like step up after he's been kind of pussying out for a while Uh i like that too i liked that they were trying to set up the sinister six Mm -hmm. but just like the other ones they just didn't care enough to manage the details yes it was like ah fuck it we'll just throw it in uh, they didn't manage those details. What you're talking about, about the Craven's Last Hunt with the Lizard, would have been way better than oh, yeah. Amazing Spider-Man 1. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wrote that, and people, like, I, I came up, I was like, yeah, what about if you did it this way? And everyone's like, wow, I would have loved that movie. But this one, this one I'm saying, okay, we're finally getting a new Spider-Man villain. Mm-hmm. We're getting the Vulture, played by Michael Keaton, with, I'm just like, oh, this is, this is fucking good. Like, him in a villain role? I think he looks great. Okay, I'll put it this way. I haven't been. Ex- I wasn't even excited for Spider. I'm like, oh, okay, Spider Man's gonna be in Civil War. Cool. Then you saw him, and I was like, oh, we're getting a movie now. Like, I haven't been this excited since 2002 Spider Man with Tobey Maguire when I first saw that teaser trailer where he puts the plane up in like the yeah the you know in the webbing and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, I'm so fucking down for this. So I'm like, we'll see what happens. I know you got to put Tony Stark in there. I know it's gonna be a huge Marvel like. But this is the thing though. I'm curious. Infinity War. Spider Man is gonna be in it. Are they going to do it slash Secret War? Are we going to be putting Spider-Man in a black suit anytime soon? Uh, I would be very interested to see if they did that this early. Mm-hmm. I personally feel like they're going to save that till what are, they, what are they calling it now? The uh, 
Spectacular Spider-Man. Oh, they call him Spectacular Spider-Man. What are they calling it? See, that's what I've been saying. I, I, this I is, think it's the Spectacular Spider-Man. Good, because this is what I said. I said the first movie with Tom McGuire should have been Spider-Man. Next one should have been Amazing Spider-Man. Next one should have been Spectacular Spider-Man. Oh. Infamous. You know, every yeah. time you did that, I thought you should have just put that. So then when they did the second, when they did the reboot, it was Amazing Spider-Man. I was like, awesome. And then it was like, Amazing Spider-Man 2. And I was like, kind of no. But this is what I want. Okay, my theory is you do Spider-Man Homecoming. He comes in as his own, kicks a mass of that. You do another movie. Third movie, he gets the black suit, but he fights the Senator Six. And they take a piece from the comics where he actually goes to sleep and the suit takes over. So he literally fights the Sinister Six completely sleep. Like, he's sleeping, but the suit's alive. Yeah. And then he wakes up the next morning, like, the Sinister Six has been put in the jail. And he's like, wait, what? Like, kind of, like, I I really want them to kind of start incorporating some comic book stuff into the Spider-Man genre. I feel like Sony, uh, in order to sign off on the deal that they did, was like, all right, we'll we'll mix in with your Marvel world. But... Mm -hmm. We want every Spider-Man character to be seen, and soon. So I think they want not only to jump to the symbiotes, Mm -hmm. I think they want an Agent Venom working with the good guys soon. They want a Carnage incident where Mm. everybody's trying to take down these Carnage symbiotes. I think that they want, at some point in the near future, Miles Morales and Spider-Gwen available in the movies. Yeah, yeah. So that they can use all that kind of stuff, and to or in order to open that up, you have to have uh, the Scarlet Spider, yeah, uh, and all that stuff. So I think they want to bring in a Spider Burst on top of the MCU, which I can totally see what they're doing because they wanted to do that with Ghostbusters, but apparently they decided, no, we're not going to do this now because the backlash it made no money. But I enjoyed it though. Did you? And like, I'll put it this way: I'm a I'm a huge like Ghostbusters is my favorite movie. Guess what? Didn't ruin my childhood. No. I like what they were doing with it. I was like, okay, I see what you're doing. It's kind of cool. I was actually excited to how they ended it with the like, the Zool with the, the Zool, Zool line was my favorite part of the movie. I was kind of like, all right, I'm on board. But other than that, I was just like, I'm like, it didn't tarnish anything. They did their own thing with it. But it's not like I sat there going like, I can't go back and watch the original. I wanted it to. No, of course not. But uh. I wanted it to be better. I watched it and I enjoyed a good majority of it, mm-hmm. but it didn't have the laughs that I thought it would. It didn't have the big laughs that I thought it oh, would. Oh, yeah. And uh, I thought the villain was pretty throwaway, didn't matter. And that climactic end sequence, for as much as they wanted to make it. Like Stay Puff. Yeah. I, it didn't hold any weight. I didn't feel anything. I, I didn't sense any danger. I didn't have any care in the world. It was just like watching it happen. And by the end, I was like, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, the thing I said, I go when everyone's complaining, like, oh, we should have just gotten a Ghostbusters 3. Everyone, we did get a Ghostbusters 3. If you haven't played it yet, I highly recommend the Ghostbusters the video game. Yes, the first one. The, oh, yeah, no, no. The yeah. new one that they released no, after no. the movie Don't is Don't touch that garbage. shit. That's gar- no, no, I'm talking about the one that was written yeah. by Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. And it literally, I'm going to be honest. I came out, I was playing it. There's parts in it where I was like, I'm kind of fucking freaked out. Yeah. Like in the library with the kids. I that was, was like, like, what the that fuck? That was is like this? the third, the second level or something like that. Yeah. It was pretty early. Uh, you're like, holy shit. But like, fantastic game. Great. Story. Only problem I had with it, I'm like, way too short. It was like, it was yeah. like maybe a seven hour game. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you just wanted more. It, was, it would have been an hour and 30 minute movie. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> if it, you didn't have to stumble around figuring out yeah, what am I how doing? to properly use a proton, proton pack. pack. That right. and the traps. Throwing out the traps was like a childhood dream for me. Yeah, because you sit. I love. Oh my god, I can talk about that game like forever. But yeah, it's just like. But that's what I'm saying. Like all these different like Spider-Man building there. I know we get. This is what happens. We get off topic so no, many no. times, kids. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, I love. I love that idea of a Spider-Man kind of like universe and yeah. things like that. Um, Especially because I want to see uh, a Spider Gwen. As soon as possible. Oh, yeah. So that we can get a Gwenpool as soon as possible. That'd be great. That would be so sick. Speaking of Marvel Universe and everything building together, so Deadpool uh, might be up for uh, Academy Award at this point. Have you heard about this? I have heard about this. A lot of push for a couple different directions. And uh, the Screenwriters Guild and the Directors Guild both nominated it because they said that the screenplay and the direction was so good. No, and I agree. Okay, my parents saw the movie. Absolutely loved it. They thought it was, I, I'll put it this way. Deadpool, I was like, I'm seeing it. I saw it in theaters. I did not plan on seeing that movie four times in theaters. 
Like I was like, okay, I'm seeing it again, like kind of thing. I I think I've watched it movie like a hundred times now. Yeah, I picked it up. It's on my phone. Like I watch it at work. Like I absolutely love this movie. Um, It's so perfect for a Deadpool movie. Yeah, so perfect run. So of course they've been having problems with the directors. They finally knocked down the guy Mm -hmm. from John Wick. He should be directing it. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm like, okay, perfect, cool. Uh, We're gonna be getting you know some cable and stuff that. But yeah, this is like we haven't seen a movie, a superhero movie, get nominated for like Best Picture since Batman: uh, The Dark Knight. Yeah. Which, uh, that that kind of just got, like, even snubbed and blown off then. Oh, no, it did. Like, I think the only person <laughs> who walked away with an Oscar was Heath Ledger. Yeah, he and even was, that, people were like, oh, my God. But he they gave it to the guy that played the Joker. Yeah, but but I think that another reason why they probably dead. did it because he was dead. Yeah. I mean, and not saying, like, his performance wasn't, like, No, but if you're good. so invested in a character that you ended up killing yourself, it's pretty much a lock. I know. Uh, think of Robin Williams. He's like, if I just did that by by Centennial, man, I would have been fine. Yeah. Um, Robin Williams wins Best Actor for Night at the Museum 3. <laughs> uh, rest in peace. Um, um, no, but uh, I the amount of praise that it gets, not mm-hmm. just from guys like us. Because me and you, oh yeah, no, we've been talking about, because we've known each other for a while now. Yeah, yeah. Before this movie came out. We were like, please, 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 oh, because as soon as that, as soon as that, that the that, test footage, the test footage was leaked. I was on it, and yeah, I'm listening to it. And I'm like, wait, that's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, that that's... it's at that point, I was like, this is over. This needs to happen. Yeah, and they lived up to that moment so well. The fact that they made that test footage that got us all so geek hard, and that's in the fucking movie. It's like a, it's the center pin of the whole movie. Oh like, yeah, everything revolves almost around that moment. Like it spins off of that. Uh, so it was so well done, and the screenplay to to do that and the director to really pull that off was so well done. My question to you, because mm-hmm. this is the rumor circulating today. Okay. Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman were hanging out with Pierce Brosnan, and Ooh, they yes, I saw that posted picture. a thing on Instagram. Yeah, Wolverine, Bond, and Deadpool. Yes, and then there, now there's a lot of rumors swirling because uh, – Brian Reynolds and uh, Hugh Jackman have been kind of cock teasing that there might be a Wolverine yeah, Deadpool they, movie they, eventually. They've been going back and forth with some stuff, and even in interviews, you know, Hugh Jackman has says, oh, "I'd love to do, I'd love to do, uh, you know." But I don't know. I'm kind of done, but I'd love to. I'd love to do. A, I'd love to do a Deadpool movie. It'd be great. Um, I'm doing a horrible Australian. I have to. I have to. <laughs> the soys. Good day. Good day. I'm oh, that, Hugh that, Jackman. That's what I have to do. I have to go. You call this a knife? This is a knife. <laughs> All right. I'd love to do. A Deadpool movie. Right, Deadpool. Deadpool, all right, yeah. yeah. Yes. You know, with uh, with uh, Ryan Reynolds there, but, uh, you know, I just don't know if it's in the cards. You know what I like is that James Bond. He's a good, he's a good kid. Right, so... Anyways, it... but so now the rumor is uh, that Pierce Brosnan could play Cable. Oh, they're going with him with Cable. That's the that's the word. Oh, that's, that's passing funny, around. Because when I saw him, I was like, oh, I wonder if they're going to do, like, uh, Jane, him as... Uh, him as uh, Mr. Sinister. You know what? They haven't casted that officially yet. There's talk that maybe he's Because you in... think about it, Deadpool and Wolverine do clash with yeah. that big storyline and as well. And he could be a very good Mr. Sinister, although I he's not bulky enough at the moment. Uh-huh. I think he could play Cable you in the so? face. In the face? He's got gray hair. You know, yeah. <laughs> Is that where we're going with gray hair? I guess. Um, no, I, I would totally be down with that. But I, I, I don't know. It's just like how this movie could – actually, the joke I said would be great is in the very beginning of the movie, you have this huge action-packed sequence. Like, crazy shit going on, everything's blowing up, stuff like that, and then, like, it's like a ten-minute sequence of this, like, action. Like, that's how the movie starts. You're like, oh, yeah, and then it ends, and he's all like, well, now that we blew the budget, let's give you what the movie's going to look. And then it goes back to kind of being like how the first one was with kind of like a low-budget film. Yeah. Because they did that in the game, which I thought was amazing. Have you ever played the Deadpool game? I love that game. It's such a great game. My favorite part of that whole game is smacking Wolverine a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. When he's passed out. And you get an achievement for it, which is great, or a trophy. It's like, uh, but yeah, it was really well done. That, and I just love hanging out in Deadpool's apartment. Oh, my God. He just walks around and says funny shit. It's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, uh, Nolan North. That's who we we're trying to remember. Nolan North. He's the guy who voices Drake. He's the voice of Deadpool. Do you, okay, did you hear about that with Nolan North? No. So Nolan North, actually, there's a movie on Netflix. It might still be on Netflix. It's like an animated. It's like Wolverine versus the Hulk. 
Yeah. If you've ever have you ever seen it? No, but I've seen it on the Netflix thing. I Forget. just recently watched the Hulk and Doctor Strange one, but I'm how, how is that? Because I saw it, I was all like, do I want to? Where monsters this? dwell? Yeah, with the monsters like kind of dumb. It's kind of dumb. Okay, well this one is okay. Yeah, Wolverine versus the Hulk. They're fighting and some of that, and then all of a sudden they get captured by Deadpool. Uh, I think it's Omega Red and uh, oh <laughs> shit, who's the girl with the claws? Um, it's like not X twenty three. No, not her. Not his uh, daughter, uh, but the uh, not Psylocke, but the other. one. It's like you know she has, something. she has like the, the yeah she wears tips. like a do rag. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, it's her, and it's like the doctor who created like Wolverine's like kind mm-hmm. of thing. So they capture them. They're trying to get the thing, but the guy who's who voiced Deadpool in the movie was like, they were like, we can't use this or whatnot. So they had Nolan North come in and just go, just ad lib. Like this is the idea. Let's go and just ad lib. Ryan Reynolds watched that and goes, who's ever doing Deadpool has got the guy right. Like he's per- like he gets his arm chopped off. He's like, how does this? Go back. I think I got it. Like, and then he's running with him. He's like, "What are we running from?" And the Hulk's behind him. He's like, "Oh yeah!" Like, just shit like that. Like, you want to see a good portrayal of Deadpool? That's like a really funny one. Uh, I don't know if they used him going forward, but they're on the Spider-Man animated series. No, they went with the guy who voiced uh, Ron Stoppable. He does a good job on the. Sp- I didn't like him. Did, you didn't? <laughs> no. They, they only had like two episodes, right? Yeah. Uh. I liked what they did with him because, like, he was so absurd that, like, he would bring Spider-Man into, like, his little imagination yeah, things yeah, yeah. almost. Like, I like I like that part, like, how he's like, I started off as a baby and I fought ninjas. Like, I, I enjoy that, but, like, just, like, after hearing Nolan North do it, okay. you're like, I, he, I think he's a better Deadpool. I gotta Nolan check North it out. In the, in, the, in the cartoon form. Uh, I mean, if you're just gonna get Ryan Reynolds, just fucking get Ryan Reynolds. Here's the know? thing about Ryan Reynolds. He's setting up such a good character in Deadpool to go on in the movies forever mm-hmm. like that character will live on for a lot longer than i think most superheroes yeah. will because he's hit the zeitgeist so hard mm-hmm. uh but he's in a mask all the time mm-hmm. it could be anybody like it's not like spider-man where you have to have his peter parker yeah or superman where you have to have his clark kent deadpool can just be deadpool now like we mm-hmm. don't have to have another deadpool origin story ever well, that's what I'm curious about because I you and you know Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds like he I mean he fucking left with the costume he's like no fuck it I'm taking it yeah. kind of thing and he's done like all these little videos with it but he can be now because all he's got to do is voice it and as oh, soon yeah. as his voice gets too old they can put in Nolan North or whoever <laughs> at the time sounds similar to that and can be quirky and that character will just I I want him. To be in the MCU more than any other oh, character. Oh, I, I would. Oh no, I would love him to pop. For up. him to pop up and make fun of Iron Man in an Avengers movie would just be the world. That would be so fucking great. Well, that, I, that's what I really love. I'd love to see like the Deadpool versus Thanos. Yeah, where they're where they're both going after death because yeah. they're both in love with her and stuff. Or even um. Like there was a storyline out of one of the most recent Deadpool comics where him and Cap and Wolverine team up for like a mission. It's fucking hilarious because the way those three interact because you got Cap and Wolverine and then Deadpool. And it's like we got two serious guys, one who's very moral, one who's very immoral. And me! And it's just like madness. I love it. So I just came up with a great idea. They probably won't do it, but I was just like, for the teaser trailer for Deadpool 2, they should literally just do it shot for shot of the Logan trailer. Oh, but like replace but the with character. Deadpool. So when it's Deadpool, like you know, drinking at the thing or whatnot. But then it's all like Logan. You still have time. But it's uh, it's uh, what was it uh, Negasonic or something? Oh, either Negasonic. I was. Oh yeah, like it was like uh, Negasonic or Coloss. Uh, again, best Colossus we've had oh, in a movie easily, and best um, Negasonic. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, it would be even better is the uh, I was trying to remember Indian the, cab driver. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Like, it's all these, yeah. like, like, Deadpool, we still have time. We still have time. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. I'm trying to, do Pender? Dopender. 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 Dopender or something like that. Like, that would just be just great if they just did a shot oh. for shot, like, teaser trailer, and then the real trailer comes out later. But just like that, I would just. And uh, Colossus is Professor X, and Negasonic is X-23. And we could have Blind Al be that guy with the robot arm. Oh, that's great. Oh, then you see, like, Deadpool trying to carry Colossus. Like, oh, God. Like, Perfect. Uh, Fox, we just gave you an You're idea. lucky. Just take it. Just take it. Just put us as, like, credits. Exactly. You know. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the Deadpool and stuff. Speaking of Deadpool, I keep accumulating more and more Deadpool shit. I, I got like two Deadpool shirts for Christmas. 
I have one that's like based off of Borderlands where he's like shooting himself, but it says Taco Land at the end of it. Nice. It gets really bad now because before I didn't have any Deadpool shit, and now I have like way too much of it. I got Deadpool Yahtzee. There's a d- and it's awesome. Let me yes. Yeah. Uh, if depending on the Deadpool you pick, uh-huh. it's Battle Yahtzee. So certain things you get like a board with a numbers one to a hundred. Okay. You start out with a hundred hit points, and then on your Yahtzee card. Uh, there's things that deal out damage or things that heal you. So you have to decide like, oh, I'm going to take uh, four sixes because that'll heal me. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to take those sixes to hurt somebody else. Um, and depending on which Deadpool you are, you get like, oh, you get to roll this dice one more time or you get like little advantages. Oh, I like this. I prefer Dogpool. That's my favorite dog character. Pool, dog pool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm really hoping for those kind of characters that are showing up in the, oh. in the, in the Deadpool universe. Could like, you imagine see, if, like... this way. Fuck it. Okay, yeah, I would love a Spider-Man universe, but fuck that. Let's get a Deadpool, Deadpool universe, universe going. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Could you imagine if, like, Deadpool 4 is Deadpool kills Deadpool? And it's, like, all the... Oh. Oh, that would be great. That's what I like about it. Like, that's a character that you could literally put anywhere and the movie works. Because you're just like, all right, I'm on board. I would love to see an alternate reality where Deadpool, or Deadpool kills the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That'd be great. And he goes through and he just kills every person in the cinematic universe because it's a spinoff universe, whatever. Mm-hmm. That'd be fucking amazing. Ugh. And then at the end, it's him like sleeping in his bed and he wakes up. He's like, what is this? The Mario, Super Mario Brothers 2 ending? Ugh. This is bullshit. Exactly. What the fuck? Ugh. Everybody out there is pissed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, everybody's like, no! More! I want to see you kill the literary legends or whatever. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, no, there's so Killustrated. much. Yeah, Killustrated. There's so many so many potentials of that. But, yeah, no, I think, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think this is going to work well. I think it's going to go <laughs> fine. I think we'll have enough stuff I, to talk I, about. I, I'll put it this way. We didn't have anything, and we did almost about 80. We were, like, at 84 minutes. Holy shit. Just, yeah. 84 minutes? And this is no talking about – this is just stuff that we've heard. Yeah. And just ripped, so, yeah, I think – I think we'll be fine. I think Longbox Guest is going to do great. So there you have it, a uh, little sneak peek of Joe and I uh, giving you uh, what the future holds for the uh, the Longbox Cast podcast. Uh, I want to thank him for uh, sitting down with me where you're just shooting the shit and having a good time and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, like I said, Kyle and I will be back uh, finishing off these uh, last few episodes before we hit 100. And, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. So, uh, yeah, so until next time, kitties. Oh, wow, i got to take over. I gotta take over for Kyle this week because I, I I always screw this up because I'm not very good at this kind of things. But without further ado, long box cast. Too many issues for a short box. This is my brother, Five Production of the Fire Radio Network. More great shows. Check out www.fireradio.com. <laughs> <laughs>